Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody, welcome along to the Golf Betting Podcast with Sports Betting Media. On this podcast we'll bring you our best golf tips for this week's golf. We'll publish on a Wednesday to ensure we take all of the latest news and rumours into account. I'm James Butler and with me is legendary golf tipster Dave Tyndall. And Dave, before I bring you in here, anyone following your tip from last week's RBC Heritage was richly rewarded with a 30-1 to 1 winner. Webb Simpson picking up his second trophy of the season. That must, uh, well, it's a good start, isn't it? Yeah, it, uh, it went well, didn't it, last week? It was a bit of a blanket finish and you thought, well, at least we've got one in there. At least our man's up there going for the title and lo and behold, produced a bit of a birdie run and got it done. So yeah, a nice way to start. And as I say, we're going to bring this podcast out on a Wednesday. It gives you a little bit more of a chance, doesn't it, to pick up the latest news and what have you. When we look ahead to this weekend and the, and the Travellers' Championship, what is it that over maybe the last 24 hours you've picked up that uh, other people who've done their predictions a little bit earlier haven't done? Yeah, obviously the kind of reason for doing this, the way we're doing it, is because, and understandably, there's a rush on a Monday when the bookies publish their prices to get on first before the price goes and everyone just dives in and you suddenly see a sea of blue on odds checker and you think, all right, I'm a bit late here. Um, But the counterbalance to that is what if something emerges between Monday and Wednesday that kind of makes you have a little bit of a rethink? So the whole reason for doing this is so I can read the press conferences where you might pick up some nuggets of information overnight and then come Wednesday morning, you suddenly see Maybe there's been overnight rain. Maybe someone's a little bit injured. Maybe someone's just giving you a line of information where they're sounding more confident than you thought they were. And I just think there's there's something to be said for just holding back and getting the very latest news. Well, so look at the the prices available on the Travellers Championship before we start our discussions. Rory McIlroy he starts his favourite. He's around about eleven or twelve to one. Bryson DeChambeau around about the same price. Justin Thomas is around about 12s as well. John Rahm is around 16 to 18 to 1. Brooks Kopka is uh, about 16 or 20 to 1. And then Webb Simpson, our man again, 
is there 18s or 22s in the markets? Is, is Webb Simpson somebody to, to go back in on again because of last week? Yeah, he's certainly interesting at uh, around 2022s to 1. Um, but I, I feel it's very hard to win back-to-back PGA Tour golf events, especially with this kind of field. And they've not actually interviewed him, so I can't really sort of get an angle on, on that. And obviously that is the point. So just going through then, there were, there were eight interviews done overnight, Tuesday nights. I'm reading these Wednesday morning. I'll just spin you through some of the, the highlights. So starting with Patrick Cantlay, he hasn't actually played the first two events. I think he was just seeing how it was going to go uh, with all the difference with the coronavirus and the no crowds. So he said, he wants shot 60 here, so he obviously likes the course, but he's not really given much of a, a clue as to what he's been doing in the in the break. He's not he's not said I'm super sharp. He's not said I'm rusty. So a bit of a kind of neutral opinion on him. Paul Casey says this course suits my game beautifully. Um, but he also says this is which is quite significant. I've played a lot of golf at home, but it's not tournament golf. I'm just not quite sharp enough. So that would put me off Paul Casey a little bit. He says he's been homeschooling his kids, drinking wine, riding bikes and fiddling with cars. So that sounds all right to me. Kind of think he's, yeah, he's had fun, but in terms of backing him this week, even though he's got the course form, that would put me off. Bubba Watson, three-time winner here. Kind of says the stuff you'd expect him to say. Says this is like my second home. My first win was here. He can hit driver on certain holes. It gives him a better chance for birdie. He does actually say something that, that's useful for for other people who, who are sort of long drivers who spray. He says, "I can hit it long. It doesn't have to be in the fairway. It just gives me a better chance because of the angles." Mm. So that gives you a hint that you can, even though the course is short, you can just blast it. It doesn't have to be in the fairway. And it's definitely an advantage. And that brings me on to Bryson DeChambeau, the new kind of monster hitter. If you read through the, all the transcripts this week, he's kind of the talk of golf at the minute. He's completely the buzz. Every person they're interviewing, they're kind of saying, well, what about Bryson? What about Bryson's hitting? So the players are having to sort of answer this question about, you know, this guy revolutionizing golf. And DeChambeau himself says, um, this course suits me a little bit better than the previous two weeks when it was just all a bit sort of tight and fiddly so that I can use my length to my advantage on the front nine and there's a couple on the back I can do the same so it's a different golf course for me this year and let's bear in mind he's finished eighth and ninth the last two years so he likes it anyway Colin Morikawa said his main comment was about the greens he said they're pure and fast unlike the super grainy ones at Harbour Town so he might be a little bit benefited by that John Rahm's interesting he says um he feels like he's lost momentum during the break. He was playing great before golf was suspended, but he's not quite on it since then. He actually admits that. So Ram is good at kind of admitting he doesn't sort of sugarcoat stuff. He says if he's not quite on it, he's not quite on it. So a little bit of a negative on him. Also a negative maybe on Patrick Reed. Interesting one. He says it's one of his favourite places, but he alludes to the lack of crowds. He says... Um, you make your second or third birdie in a row, you're kind of amped up. You want to throw that fist pump, but it's, there's no one there. There's no one to throw the fist pump to. There's no crowd. So for someone who feeds off the crowds, as we've seen in Ryder Cups, I think he's kind of feeling it's all a little bit flat. So that would put me off him. The final one is Jordan Spieth, who said he struggled on the greens last week and just couldn't hit it hard enough. But he's he feels his swing is in the position to, to win now. And he thinks these faster-paced greens will certainly suit him. So that's kind of the, the spin-through of, of, of what we've seen in the player um, press conferences. So, if you, I mean, Jordan Spieth sounds to be one of the positives there. You can get him as big as 45 to 1 in the markets at the moment as well. 
He, Bubba Watson as well sounded interesting there. He's basically saying that the long hitters might have a really good chance. Yeah, um, and that's going to bring me on to my main tip, actually. The one I was thinking about beforehand, because you can't not think about Bryson DeChambeau at the moment, um, but I just think he's clearly, he's given me the green light by saying it's a different golf course for me this year. The golf course suits me better. So you kind of, you're waiting for him to to win, I think, at the moment, and you just need to find the right place, and I think we might have found it here. So 12-1 to one Bryson DeChambeau, he's going to be my tip of the week because I just think a win looks inevitable and he can blast that driver to places we've just not seen before and I think he can just tear this course apart. So Bryson DeChambeau at 12-1 to 1 is going to be my tip of the week. Tip of the week then for Dave Tindall, Bryson DeChambeau, 12-1 to 1 in the market. So you're taking him to win. Um, are you going to take him each way or, or to win at 12s? I'm going to go for the, for the full um, on the nose, 12-1 to 1 win. I mean, if people want to play each way, then that's... That's fine. Twelve to one gives you a little bit of manoeuvre. I mean, there's eight places uh, with some of the bookies at twelve to one. So certainly, if you want to hedge a little bit, you can do that. But I'm going to go for for a win on Bryson DeChambeau. One other bet, James, I'm going to put up slightly one of the different markets is Jordan Spieth in the first round leader market. I don't quite trust him enough to win at the moment, but over eighteen holes, he's as good as anybody still. And what I like about this. He said in his press conference that he struggled on the greens last week and couldn't get it going. These are the fast greens he absolutely loves. Now, he won this tournament in 2017, was only 42nd the following year when defending, but in both those years, he opened with a round of 63 to have the first round lead. He's 55 to 1 to be first round leader again this week, and I just think he can absolutely hit the ground running. He's got an afternoon tea time, he's got the nice. Nice sunny weather um, to aid him. And I, I just think Spieth will be on that first-round leaderboard. And I think 55-1 to 1 as an each-way first-round leader, that is a cracker. That sounds good to me. So Bryson DeChambeau, 12-1 to 1 to win the Travellers' Championship. Jordan Spieth, 55-1 to 1 to be the first-round leader. Can Dave Tindall follow up his 30-1 to 1 with Webb Simpson last weekend? We'll find out. Dave, thank you very much. Thanks, James. So Bryson DeChambeau and Jordan Spieth, the two golfers that... Interest Dave Tyndall when it comes to the Travellers' Championship. Join us next week for more golf tips from the PGA Tour. And give us a follow as well at SBM underscore podcasts. You'll find out when all of the latest podcasts come out, giving you tips on all the sporting action. Thanks for joining us. Good luck with all your bets. Gamble responsibly. And we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.